to the City Hill podcast. We really hope you enjoy today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london. By saying, oh snap. It's, there, there's this moment in the film where Thanos gets this gauntlet together, this power, and he snaps. And in that moment, half the population in the universe just turned to dust. And actually, in the Bible, what happens is right in the beginning of Genesis, there's this moment where a snap kind of happens, but it's not that half the universe turns to dust, it's that every human being turns to dust. It's not in an instant, but death enters into the world. That the wages of sin is death. And death comes this new concept. For you and I, it's not a new concept because we're born, we live, we die. But for, for Adam, for Eve, for the first people, this was like a whole Disney, a whole new world. This is a whole new thing. This is a, a thing they're going to have to work with, work through. And so it starts with a snap. So Romans makes this case and makes it so clear. Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23. We have been weighed, as we talked about in Ecclesiastes, we have been weighed because the Hebrew understanding for glory is weight. We have been weighed, we have been found wanting by God. Sin came through one man and grace and redemption also through one. I'm gonna read this passage in Romans 5. It's 12 um, down to 21. Well, I'll just read the first bit. Therefore sin came into the world through one man and death through sin. And so death spread through all men because all sin. And so then what it goes on to say is it then goes to talk about through death coming in through one man's sin that many were brought uh, to glory, that many were, were freed from sin through one man. The whole of the Old Testament is literally prophet after prophet talking about saying, this is not the way, that is not the way, that is not the way. It's literally they're fumbling their way through the dark because you see one of the lines in, in, in Captain America um, says in, in the trailer for Endgame is he says these words, I keep telling everybody they should move on. Some do, but not us. And you see what happens is the rest of the world, they, like sin is here, death is here, people die. Everyone else just moves on. Everyone else just lives with that. Everyone else just, you know, just bites the bullet. But not the children of Israel. They don't get to move on. They get to spend their time fumbling their way, trying to find what it means to truly be alive. They try to find their way back to Eden, where one of the curses is that it says that there's an angel stopping anyone from getting near it, that's protecting it, that it's not within reach, that no human can touch it, that we can't come back, that there's this separation between man and God that's taken place, that God and man isn't in the same union anymore. Everyone else just tries to move on with their life, but not the children of Israel. They don't get to. They spend their whole time trying to find out what's happening. And why does the children of Israel spend their entire time pursuing, trying to find the meaning of life, trying to find life again, trying to be alive instead of just being these hollow, empty shells that we find ourselves being? And I know that's true because still today, even if we were to look at comedians, say someone like Russell Brand, who his whole life as an Essex boy wanted to be famous, and then when he finally had fame, I remember watching an amazing interview where he talked about finally having fame and money and he said, it's like ashes in my mouth. He finally held on to the one thing he'd been craving his whole life and when he got it, he realized actually this doesn't make me whole, this doesn't complete me, this doesn't satisfy anything. And actually if you listen to him in recent years since going through therapy after being a, a sex addict and an alcoholic, or I think it was drugs, not, not alcohol necessarily for him, but he went through the program similar to an alcoholic where you have to look towards a higher power and now when you hear him talk about Christianity and how he talks about it, it's in a total different shift. I'm not saying Russell Brand is now like a Christian or anything like that. What I'm saying is that how he talks about it, how he perceives the concept and the idea is a very different way. Now with the children of Israel, what happened for them is you see, they don't get to move on. And in the trailer, there's this amazing line that Black Widow says, 
Even if there is a small chance, we owe this to everyone who is not in the room to try. They kept the pursuit of God. God spoke that there would be one who would come that would cause a shift. There would be one that would come and that would make a way back. So prophet after prophet would say, this is not the way. This is not the way. This is not the way. And then Jesus one day came, John 14 verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And the only way to God is through me. He let people know that he was the way. And then there was this word they would use. It was called repentance. And it comes from like one of the Psalms where it talks about um, that his word is sweeter than honey and I detest all other ways. So I turn from them and I turn to the way that God has for me. The thing with Jesus in this moment when he uses this phrase is he's pointing out the key parts of the story that I'm the way, I'm the truth. This is the only, and the life. And the only way to God is through me. The only way to be alive and truly alive is, is, is through me. And as he does that, his listeners will automatically in their minds be triggering these verses, these stories that would attach to them that his word is sweeter than honey. I detest all other ways and I turn from it. And so then there becomes this New Testament word which gets thrown around a lot in churches, which we use a lot, which is called repentance. So the idea is like you just pivot, you turn. Like, this is the way I've been going all this time. It's time for a change of trajectory. I'm going to turn. I'm going to pivot over here. I'm going to move in this direction. So it's a key word that came into being. And you know what? The funny thing is that still today, God is calling me to pivot and to turn. Because I know, I know, Andy, I'm an absolute douchebag. I am. And I need to, I need to turn. And here, Jody's nodding because she knows it. She has to live with me more than anyone. She's like, oh, thank God he knows. I have to turn. I have to pivot because a lot of the time I want to go the wrong way. I want to go the wrong way. It's funny because the Hebrew word for sin is shatar, which means it's like an arrow that misses the mark and perpetually heads off past the, the, the point. So their picture of their word is like that sin is to go in the wrong direction consistently and continually moving in the wrong direction. And all of us know that if you go on a journey and you go one degree wrong and you keep going, at some point you're thousands of miles away from where you're supposed to be. It's only a small degree, but you keep going and you end up miles, not even close to where you want to be. It's like that with God. We end up being just a little bit off. The Bible says all of sin and fallen short of the glory of God. All of us end up being so far away. But God calls us to turn because the way we're heading to is dust. But God's gift is giving is the gift of eternal life. But then in Ephesians 2 verse 10 it says, that we are his workmanship and he saves us for good works. He saves us to do a good thing. He doesn't save us to, to keep being a pagan. He doesn't save me but to keep being a douchebag. He wants me to go like, oh, Andy, you know what? You need to like level change. You need to level up a little bit because like you're doing this whole thing and yeah, you screwed up there, but I'm going to save you. My grace is here, but now I, I want you to try and do good things. So a lot of times what I find is I find a lot of people that are like, oh yeah, salvation for me, that's great. And then they just want to just carry on like, like nothing's happened, like nothing's changed. That's not what it is. I keep telling everybody they should move on. Some do, but not us. Even if there is a small chance, we owe this to everyone who is not in the room to try. And then Cap says, we will. The question is, will we? It's a real problem. You see, death is real. We all know death is real. All of us. You know what's such a crazy thing? I think about this superhero film, and, and it's crazy because the reason I picked the film is because when you watch, if you have been watching like 10 years of Marvel movies or more, you start to have a real invested interest in the character. And you know what the scariest thing is? Like when I go to see Endgame, I'm gonna probably see some of my favorite characters just die and I won't see any more movies about them and they'll be gone. And you know what, I'm gonna be upset. And I'm not gonna quite grieve, 
but I'm going to be like, I'm not going to see that person in a film again. That's annoying because I really look forward to it. So I'm going to have a slight level of sadness, okay? I am. That's true. Do you know what scares me? Now, this really, really scares me because I think about myself and I think about, I'm going to watch this film a couple weeks' time, probably going to hopefully go at midnight in Jesus' name because I, I don't want to have any spoilers on Facebook because I will hunt someone down and flail their skin. So I can't have that. So I need to go then. I'm really going to see it. And then I just know and I have that feeling that someone I really don't want to go is going to go and I'm going to be annoyed that I'm not going to see them on the big screen, which is such a stupid, stupid thing. But I'm going to be annoyed. I know I'm going to be annoyed. I'm preparing myself to be annoyed. But nothing is going to stop me from feeling annoyed. Do you know what worries me? What worries me is that I know that I have friends, that I have family, that I believe are forever separated from God. I have friends that I know are going to turn to dust and that is just like the end of it for them. That they're going to be forever separated from God. You know what scares me? Is that I don't care as much about that that if there's never going to be a film about Thor or Iron Man ever again. I don't really care about Captain America. But you know what I mean? That that upsets me. I had a moment this week where I'm like, this is absolutely ridiculous. And then it dawned on me, this Sunday is the beginning of Holy Week. If you didn't know, spoiler alert. Holy Week starts today. It's the build up, it's the journey towards Easter. And it made me realize something, we're in the end game now. We're in the end game now. Did you know this week, 96% of people you know, 96% are actually open to an invite to church. Like they'll consider it. You ask them one week after next week, just one week later, I don't know, probably about 5%. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Otherwise it's like, computer says no. That's gonna be the response you get. Hey, you wanna come to church? Computer says no. Next week, because it's Easter, people actually say yes. We're in the end game now. The thing that hit me was they say that we will, we'll give this trial, we'll go for this and all of that. But then the, the, the end of the trailer is, just Avenger after Avenger after Avenger after Avenger saying the same thing. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. You know what? I found the funniest thing that, that Jesus' commission was that we go out into all the world preaching the gospel, making disciples. And that's like the main, 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 main thing. And like, I don't, I don't hear anyone in any churches saying like whatever it takes. Or when they say whatever it takes, what they mean is whenever it's remotely, loosely convenient. So like, when do people share the gospel? When someone's had five family members die of cancer, and in that moment, that person goes, I've just started wondering about eternity. And they go, well, I know a thing or two about eternity. You know what I mean? That's when they come out, we come out of the woodwork, we do something, when we say something. Or like, every now and then, something aligns. I was talking to some teenagers at a conference yesterday in Wales. And looking around the room and chatting to some of them and some of the leaders and, and stuff in, in this church network, it became apparent that a lot of these kids grow up in like pretty, pretty rough areas and stuff, and a lot of them are involved or loosely connected to like incidents like knife crime, stuff like that. They've had friends who have been killed, things like that. And it was funny because you see, they seem to actually understand that we're in the end game. Because actually some of them actually go to school thinking like, I don't know if I'm going to make it back from school. How, you know, that's crazy. That's the country we live in. It's so funny. I see on the news people talking about knife crime and they say things like, like th these kids, like the, the, the foolishness of them carrying knives. It's like, it's not foolish these kids are carrying knives. It's not foolish at all. It's not. 
If you wake up thinking someone else is carrying a knife, like, let's take the Avengers storyline. These kids are going around trying to be Thanos so that everyone else is too scared to step to them. They're scared and they're putting on a big man attitude to scare other kids that they don't move to them. That's it. That's all there is. They're actually no different than anyone else. And if any of us woke up tomorrow and we thought that going to our workplace was a danger where we could possibly die or our wife or our kids could possibly die, we would go there ready. Like if someone's telling me that someone's gonna try and kill one of my two little girls, I'm going to prison. I'm not gonna try and hurt anyone. I'm just gonna try and snap the neck straight away. I'm gonna try and kill someone. They're my kids. But we wanna talk on the news in the safety of a, a newsroom as pundits or whatever and commentators, like it's not real. They know they're in the end game. It was actually really cool getting to chat to them about eternity and about the gospel because one of the things I think so often we lose sight of as Christians and especially when you get to a certain age and none of these kind of things really seem to affect us too much anymore. It becomes distant and every now and then it comes a shock when someone, something happens to someone we love. But actually we're all in the end game. We're always in the end game. And that every human being dies. Spoiler alert, I hate to bring that up. Even if you are like the most super spiritual Christian, Lazarus got raised from the dead, he's dead. He's dead again. The little girl Jesus brought back to life, dead again. Everybody dies. Spoiler, that's the end of your, like all of us. There's no one who, who escapes that. Except for Jesus. Three days later, risen. Find the grave. Anybody, somebody, find the grave. Show me where he is. Show me where his body is. And then you can't tell me he never existed, like a lot of my atheist friends try to say, because there's never been any person in human history more talked about, more documents written about, that has gone missing in such a manner that no one's known where they are. It's just never happened before. There's never been that many witnesses. So it leads me to a point where I believe what he says, and I believe that you and I are in the end game. And I believe it's great because you and I get a moment today where we can have a moment where we can go, you know what, God, I just need to pivot. I want to turn away from the way I'm going and I want, I want to pursue you. And for some of us that want to, we can do something really, really cool. So if you text Endgame to the number below today, over the next seven days, you'll get one challenge each day to be an Avenger this week. Get one challenge, one discipleship challenge each day this week. Simple, easy to do, like anyone could do it. Like none of them are like, okay, I need you to do 5,000 press-ups. Anyone can do it. It's not like, can someone lift Thor's hammer? Anyone, every single one of the seven challenges. And then what's cool is next week, there could be one of my friends, one of your friends, who for the first time gets something better than a raise, better than a winning lottery ticket, something better than Liverpool winning the league. Not many things are better than that, gotta be honest but they could encounter something of eternal worth that not even Donald Trump could give them. Guys, we're in the end game now. The only question that faces you and I is if we believe the statement, even if there is a small chance, we owe it to everyone who is not in this room to try. And the question is whether we'll go whatever it takes or we'll go, who cares? That's literally all it comes down to. I'm gonna pray for us today and then that'll be, that'll be it. Father God, I thank you that we're in the end game now. I thank you that we're in the end game because you paid the price. I thank you that at the cross, you didn't say it's kind of done, you said it's finished. I thank you, Lord, that so many times you and I, we don't really say whatever it takes, but when we look at you, we see it. You preached forgiveness. And then when they were crucifying you after torturing you and killing you, 
you were still saying whatever it takes. You were saying, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do, whatever it takes. That when you were in the Garden of Gethsemane, in the build-up, part of Holy Week, you were sweating blood and you were like, man, if there's any way this cup can be passed me, if someone else could do this instead of me, nevertheless, whatever it takes, not my will be done, but yours. Knowing Jesus would betray you, whatever it takes, you still called him. Knowing that Peter would deny you three times, whatever it takes. Knowing that we deny you, whatever it takes. Knowing that some people, you would die for their sins. You who knew no sin would become sin itself, but didn't matter, they'd reject you because whatever it takes, whatever it takes. I pray this week would be a week where we say whatever it takes and we step up trying to solve the ultimate problem because you know what? We could feed a man a fish today and give him a meal. We could give him the means to eat for the rest of his life by training him. But ultimately, Lord, we want to feed people for eternity. We want people to know you for eternity. We want people to no longer be in the pain they're in. We want kids to no longer wake up worrying on their way to school, but kids to wake up in complete eternity, completely whole, completely transformed because of what you did, because you looked at us turning to dust, ashes to ashes and dust to dust, and you said whatever it takes. I thank you, Jesus, that this week, as we build up to Holy Week, we're going to reflect on the fact that you said whatever it takes. But the question is, will we owe it to everyone who's not in the room? Will we step up for the end game? Father, I just pray you be with us. I pray you transform us. I thank you for what you do for us, but I thank you you save us for good works. You don't save us just for ourselves, but you bring us in to be a part of your Avengers, to be a part of your end game. In Jesus' name, amen. So next week is Easter Sunday, 96%. There's going to be, if you ask three people, one person will say yes, straight up. Like you can, like I've even got my boys who are just like absolutely off the chain nuts. They'll probably say yes to next week because it's Easter Sunday. If I send them an Uber, you know what I mean? Whatever it takes. We really hope you enjoyed today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london.